freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's a sibling happy hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be dilly dallying. Then we're going to be talking about Iowa GOP. And then we're going to be talking about non monogamous, polyamorous relationships. But first things first. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here. And welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves, whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year. There's one brand that's been my go to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, (laughs) let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember, folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated. And keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. 
What up, sis? What up, brother? We back. Look yeah, yeah, we back. We back <laughs> in full effect. Everybody should have known we'd be back. I don't know what that was. Let's I just... don't know, and I'm not gonna pop and lock either. So no. I'm just we're gonna bypass that. Sometimes, so, you know, you break out into a little ditty and that's all right. Sometimes. Mostly. Mostly I break out in the little ditties. Mostly. Mostly. All right. So I got some stuff. I got a Mia Copa that I gotta make. But oh, first, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even realize this, but um, it was brought to my attention today by a listener. So a lot of people don't realize, hey, we got a new website, unsolicitedperspectives.com, where you can get all the audio shows, all the video shows. We're doing blogs now. And soon, before the end of the summer, we will be doing merch because we're redesigning the logo. So we'll be doing merch. It'll be t-shirts, mm-hmm. sweatshirts, baby stuff, mugs iPhone covers, whatever you want, we're going to have that. Yeah. So it was your idea, and you said we should put some of my catchphrases on there. Yes. And I was like, yes, we like we should. So I was explaining to I was explaining that to a listener today, and they were like, you should put your sister's catchphrase on there. And I was like, my sister don't have no damn catchphrase. We were we were talking about that, and she'll yeah. never bring up nothing. And yeah. and and the listener was like. Yes, she does. At the beginning of every sibling how, uh, hour episode, she says something. And so I had to listen back to it. And every sibling happy hour always say, what up, sis? And you always say, what up, brother? Uh, yeah. Yes. That's And, it, and that's, it's brother. What up, brother? It, well, brother. Yeah, yeah brother. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's one of your slogans. So I was thinking of creating, I'm, I'm creating on the air creating a uh, shirt, sweatshirt, whatever, that has our silhouettes and mm-hmm. me saying, what up, sis? And you saying, what up, brother? That's wonder. I I want that sweatshirt. I want that sweatshirt and that t-shirt too. So it'll be coming, all that stuff will be coming out end of the summer. It'll probably be out sooner because I'm a maniac when I get my mind set on something. I get obsessed and have to get it done. But at the very least, at the latest, it will be done at the end of August. Uh, right after your birthday. Yes, my birthday. This is going to be my last year of 30s. Oh, that's right. It is your yeah. last year of 30s. Yeah. My bestie just had her last year of 30s birthday. We got to do something big to, 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 maybe I might fly down. I'm doing nothing, just like I do okay. as usual. But well, no, maybe, you're maybe, more maybe, than welcome to come yeah, down. Yeah, maybe I'll come down. I ain't been down in four years, so maybe I'll come down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're more yeah. than welcome. Come on down. But I have nothing don't, planned. Don't look, a, don't look at age over 29 with your Benjamin Button ass. All right. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> another compliment to my sister. Let me get to my Maricopa. So mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly when I said this. It may have been in the quote unquote first season. Uh, that was before we took our hiatus during the uh, winter break. But I was talking about Lauren Bobart. And how mm-hmm. she doesn't know who her biological father is. And there was a rumor and newspaper articles. This wasn't something that just is rumor. Remember, this was newspaper articles written that her father probably was the professional wrestler, Sweet Stan Lane, famously from my generation, the Midnight Express, where they also tag team with Stan, uh, Steve Kern as the fabulous ones. And uh, I think Jimmy Dale Ray as the heavenly bodies. Basically, he was Sweet Stan Lane, the sex symbol. Not to me, like personally, but but you know, mm-hmm. the, to the ladies, you know, he was Sweet Stan Lane. 
had with right. the ladies. Mm-hmm. And there were all these rumors and everything that that he was the father. Well, recently, Lauren Barbar, Lauren Bobart, and Stan Lane actually communicated and got together because he's been saying for years, "Your mama is a lie," because it's her mom that's been saying that's your daddy, and mm-hmm. he's been saying for years, "Your mama is a lie." The devil is a mm-hmm. lie, and your mama is a lie. So finally, two they people. got together. Two people, right? Uh, the only two people. Uh, it had to be the devil and the mom uh, getting together to create that offspring, which is Lauren Bobart. She does seem like she'd be the seed of a devil. Uh, but anyway, I digress. So they mm-hmm. got together and they did a it, they did a blood test, DNA test, and it came out. Uh, this is by courtesy of the Daily Beast that mm-hmm. uh, he is not the pappy. He ain't the pappy. He, he ain't the pappy. Um, so I have to apologize to Sweet Stan Lane. Yeah, because that's the only the- person I would, in this yeah. scenario that I would ever give an apology to, no matter what I said. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, you know, I don't think I should have to apologize to Lauren Bobart because it was her own mom saying it, right? Like, I apologize right. to Sweet Stan Lane because he's been adamant for years that that was not his baby. Now, I can't get past the fact that he would always backstab Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express or uh, uh, Tommy Rogers from the Fantastics. The fact that it seemed like he would be diabolical and and claim that that's not his baby. So I, that right. was believable to me because he was such a villainous, villainous heel. Uh, but uh, yeah. he was not. He's actually a, a pretty decent man in his real life. And that was a character that he was portraying. And um, I apologize. We stand like. I uh I don't think I was born when all of these people were wrestling. So you were absolutely born. We're only four years apart. I actually saw <laughs> Sweet Stan Lane in action at the Richmond Civic Center in nineteen eighty eight. I remember you going to yes, I remember that. Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, I went to see yeah. him. They 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 wrestled. The Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express wrestled in a two out of three falls match in which the Rock and Roll Express won. But Jim Cornette still hit uh Ricky uh, Ricky Morton over the back mm-hmm. with his tennis racket. And so, you know, he was the manager of Sweet Stan Lane. So I just immediately believed that he was, in fact, Lauren Bobar's father. Plus, that just would have been great, good story, right? Like a yeah. former professional mm-hmm. wrestler, Heel was the real life father yeah. of a heel yeah. in politics. Like, it just made right. sense. But, yeah. It, it would have worked. Yeah. But also, there's a part of me, and I shouldn't, but you know me. I kind of feel bad for Lauren. That she don't know her pappy? (laughs) Yeah, and that she's been lied to like her her mom knew. Or I hope she knew that. Not necessarily. Well, Jim Cornette, who was the manager of the Midnight Express and personal friend of Stan Lane, Mm -hmm. said that, yeah, everybody knew her mom back in the day. She was, quote, Mm. unquote, what they called a rat. Now, a wrestling rat is like, you know, a groupie. That mm. hung around and she had been it's a with terrible name. It is a terrible name, but she had been with several wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweet Stan Lane wasn't the only one. So yeah, that's um that's my Mia Copa. Yeah. Well, sorry about that, Sweet Stan Lane. Uh yes. Sorry. He all right. right. Yeah, I'm th- I'm sure he's fine. He, he's fine. What else is going on in your life? But uh, without, with other than finding out that we stand late in Lauren Bobart's father. Nothing. Uh, pretty much nothing. Yeah. 
I enjoyed my vacation. I'll tell you that. That was nice. But what I'm happy to get back. The vacation from, you know, we had a little time off on the show. We had a little you know, 4th of July oh, that, that's, weekend. That's what you call vacation. Well, it was vacation you. I was working. Oh, I mean, I, I was also I still, was still working. Do, I, no, no, no. I, I was still doing stuff for the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I enjoyed the little time off. But, you know, it did. I, I did get a little anxious when last Thursday rolled around. I was like, I feel like I should be doing something. Yeah, you know, but I, I, I tried to too. tried to busy myself, but I'm glad to be back. We all we look, we and we happy that you are back because the show. I do all right by myself, but the show ain't the same without you in the second chair. I just don't believe that that's true, but okay. I think it, you had it's, a great it's show a last. Show. Oh, yeah. oh, with Rick Clemens in that interview, I think I always say that the last interview was one of my best, but I really think that was one of my best interviews. Yeah. And we're doing a, a back and forth. I'm actually going to go on his podcast. Awesome. You know, I don't typically do that. I don't typically go on. No. It's, 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 it's a selfish relationship. I just wanted you to be on my podcast and I don't yeah. want to go on your podcast. And right. I don't want to do it. Rick asked me and I was like, yeah, I'll go on your podcast. Sure, sure. But man. you, you yeah, know, man. you have a story also that I think you gave people a glimpse into, you know, one, one episode. And I think people want to know more. I actually, I, I told him about that, and I was like, hey, you know, if you want to talk about that, I'm open to talk about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, well, I'll be interested what, to listen to that episode also. What else is going in the world? Can we tell personal business? I know you, you might be a little excited because some changes are coming into your life in the next month or so. What do I got going on? I mean. You have a you have somebody that's living with you now, and they won't be living with you in the next. Oh yeah, I'll be getting my house back, which is very <laughs> nice. <laughs> all all you and mom talk about is getting your house back. That's all Listen, y'all ever talk about. I truly anybody who is like getting older and single and stuff, you really start to value the time you spend with yourself and value your personal space. These things become important, especially when you're dealing with work and friends and family and all this stuff. You need to have that kind of respite and that peace of just coming home and it just being your home. I love, I loved having my brother here, but uh, it's time to spread his wings and fly. So, <laughs> well, well, I was yes. thinking about because my I'm, my lease is going to end up. I could just move down there, and it'd be easier easier for us to do the show together. Yeah, I just you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know damn well I'm joking because don't yes. nobody like being alone more than me. Yes, not nobody like being alone more than me. So you really you've made it your entire personality. Yes. <laughs> you I you would, have taken it from a lifestyle to literally a character, an aspect of your character being alone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I I will say that I am celebrating my birthday. So this weekend okay. I'm having a get together with some folks now. Okay. Some Good. folks said that they was coming and now they can't make it. 
So I'm mm-hmm. already starting to get the calls of I'm not going to be able to make it. Yes. Yes. And that you happened. know. Well, you know, the statistic is when the, you when you throw a party, I think you're supposed to expect like 40 to 50 percent of the people okay. actually coming. So that's yeah. that's probably okay. it's probably going to be around that. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. That, that's still, you know, a decent number of people. Right. Uh, my other anxiety for doing this, because it's the reason why I don't throw a lot of get togethers and things like that, is people not showing up on time. I put mm-hmm. on the invitation that I'm going to be, I said, hey, I'm celebrating my birthday. I'm going to be at this restaurant and this at this bar from two to four. Mm-hmm. If anybody would like to come celebrate it with me, here's the invitation. I'll be there from two two, four. Yeah. That means if you show up at three 30, you get 30 minutes with me. You and get that's 30 it. minutes. Don't get upset. Don't get upset either. When I'm, huh. I came to see you, right. And I said, yeah. I was going to be here from two to four. Yeah. So, so you hey. had a window of two hours <laughs> and you made the decision that you wanted to come when you felt like it. And now I get to make the decision that I get to leave when I feel like it. And that's right. now. And, and if you come at four, <laughs> You'll be seeing me in my big booty in my hoochie daddy shorts walking out the door, walking down yeah. the sidewalk. And yeah. you're like, I think that's Bruce. Bruce, where are you going? I'm going home. Well, what are you doing? Yeah. We just get, yeah, I told you two to four. Yeah. And anyone who knows me or anyone who knows you knows that that's, that's a hard two, four. That's yeah, a hard I, two to four. Like that's, there's no wiggle room because- I got something to do after this, and it's called being by myself. <laughs> I have enough social battery to give you. I got two hours to give y'all because birthday parties realize are not for you, they're for the other people. I got mm-hmm. two hours of energy to give y'all, and then I That's need to it. go be by myself. That's all I got. That's all you're going to get. So two hours. Please, please be on time. But you know what? <laughs> We're going to quit with this diddle-daddling and get into some real talk in the next segment. Quit being born with your lazy ass, just eating dinner and watching TV every night. We're going to change it up tonight. Next time, pull out a Wongo puzzle and enjoy the conversation and fun that happens with people puzzled together. Wongo is a perfect balance of good challenge without being so hard you stop talking to each other and leave your family forever. I know I'm close to that almost every time me and my family get together. Trust me, once you try Wongo, you'll never go back to that boring, old-ass jigsaw puzzle. They are 100% wooden pieces, so they'll last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning designs and unique shape, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I love doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was great to pull out a puzzle and be done in a night and not have to worry about it being on the table for a week. Well, not on the table, on the floor. And definitely not for a week because crypto would mess it up. So what are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code unsolicited to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use code unsolicited to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Thank you.
All right, sis. The GOP has done it again. Iowa's Republicans, the mm-hmm. Iowa G- GOP, just passed new legislation that is banning most abortions after roughly six weeks of present present uh, pregnancy. Woo! Mm-hmm. Can't talk today. Of pregnancy, and Governor Kim Reynolds said, "So she get it. She gonna sign in the law. So she's yep. gonna sign in the law. It passed. The GOP passed the bill on January on July the eleventh, mm-hmm. and Kim in Reynolds the middle of the night." In the middle of the night, and and she's going to sign it in the law on the 14th. And basically, it will prohibit abortions after the first sign of cardiac activity, which is usually around six weeks, with some exceptions for cases of rape, incest, uh, fetal abnormality, or a medical emergency. Uh, Right now, it's a 20-week limit. But for, for these exceptions, for rape, if the rape is reported to a law enforcement officer or to a public health agency or a doctor within 45 days, mm-hmm. if the pregnancy is a, a result of incest, if the incest is reported to a law enforcement officer or a public health agency or a doctor within 140 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's all other stuff where the attendant for the fetal abnormalities, the, the doctor has to be like, yeah, it's not going to work or it's not viable. So then you can have abortion. So if that doctor is actually pro-life, mm-hmm. they might say, nah, you'd be all right. They could. They yeah. had that capability because there's no real parameters or structure around these exceptions, except mm-hmm. for uh, rape, which, by the way, most rapes don't go reported. Go unreported. And okay. incest and, as well. Yes, both. Both. Go unreported. And then it's just the fact that in order for me to get this abortion, I have to go through the process of reporting my rape or incest or whatever. I have to go through that additional thing mm-hmm. on top of the fact that I have to get an abortion because of an, an assault. Like So the, trauma stacked on trauma. The, the added trauma on top of it, which I would feel like your average person would just say the hell with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through all of that. Mm-hmm. Just to get the critical health care that I require. Or just and, to and, get and the six week ban, let's mm-hmm. be honest, folks. That's a total ban. Yes. It, that's all that is. A, a woman doesn't even think that she's pregnant until she's missed her period. Mm-hmm. And even after you missed a period, you could be like, oh, it could be late. Sometimes right. the menstrual cycles are late. One, sometimes two weeks. Guess what? That could be six weeks from conception, which means that that fetus is six weeks old, which mm-hmm. means you can't get an abortion. And another really disgusting aspect of this is uh, a lawmaker tried to introduce an amendment that created an abortion exception or exemption for children ages 12 and under that they can they can have access to abortions regardless no time limits for them their chi- and it didn't pass i didn't know they, that 
Yeah, it did not pass. It failed um, across across party lines. They couldn't even add an amendment in there to protect children on a bill that they're saying is to protect children. Because again, <laughs> hold on, Jay, repeat that one more time because that is that is just poetic. What could they not do again? They could not even protect children. Right. On a bill that they say is meant to protect children. Wow. Because again, this is a situation where they care about the unborn child, but once you're born, to hell with you. Oh, yeah, to hell with you. To, and they, they've they don't proven that because this is the same state that has cut SNAP benefits for mm-hmm. about 2,800 families. Mm-hmm. This is the same state who is now allowing child labor. That at age mm-hmm. of 16, you can serve alcohol or you can mm. work in a mine or I don't know what the hell they got going on in Iowa. It's a mystery. I, I mean, <laughs> we, let's not take a complete shot at the state because there's probably some good people. There's probably there more than tons of good people in yeah, Iowa. Yeah, they Iowa, were yeah. there at the Capitol that day protesting. To be yeah. Protesting. So here's what, a problem. What, something that they don't even support 61 percent of iowan adults and 70 percent of iowan women support uh, abortion in all in either all or most cases so this is not even something that their state that the constituency really supports no of course not that's the reason why they made it a bill as opposed to putting it on something that you could actually vote for during Mm -hmm. elections because they know that it wouldn't pass Right. They know it wouldn't pass because the majority of people out there, most people, most people don't want to be in another person's decision making because they don't want people in their decision making. Right. So most people will say, that's not for me, but do what you want to do, boo boo. They don't got nothing to do with me. Right. At the heart of most stuff, people will say, people will stay the hell out of their business. Mm-hmm. It's them nosy, busy bodies that feel like, no, this is the way you need to live your life when they don't even live it like that. No. It'd be real funny when a lot of these politicians that are so pro-life got a mistress that had to have an abortion mm-hmm. because they couldn't have an outside kid. And there's a lot of cases of that. I'm not going to bring them no names because I don't want no lawsuits. I don't <laughs> right. want no defamation situations. Right, there's a lot right. of cases out there. So, you know, this is just another situation. I don't know. I don't know what the GOP's plan is because it, they're they're taking on these topics that they think have universal appeal across the nation that really, really don't. There are pockets of people that really, really believe in these culture war issues. Mm-hmm. That they're, but there are pockets of people, the general public are not for these cultural war issues, Gen- the general public. Yeah. But the, the, but na- even on the national scale, majority of people support abortion in all or most cases. Right. Like most people are just like, look, even if you're pro-life, you could be like, I'm pro-life in my life, but I'm pro-choice in somebody else's life because I don't, their their situation doesn't concern me. And, yeah. and all these people that are, that you're going to burn in hell if you do that. But I don't hear you say anything when you go to church and that pastor did something to some kids. You don't, you don't say anything there. You don't say, you don't say nothing. Y'all just move them to another church. That's what they do. Tell, tell them like they didn't hit you. They just move them to another church. 
Right. Y'all don't just and 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 is anybody uh, shout out to an Iowan constituent? She came and she spoke for three. Her she did her three minutes and took a little extra time. Her name was Felicia Hilton. If you haven't had a chance to hear what she said, she said you are the same people, and I'm paraphrasing, but you're the same people that would have smacked that loaf of bread out of Jesus's hand. You're the same people who would have smacked that fish out of Jesus's hand and made people line up and prove that they're qualified to receive the the love or help or mercy of Jesus like that so if you this this whole thing of like people trying to turn America into a theocracy it's ludicrous it's ludicrous because half of these people don't live by the christian principles that they say they do so i had a very interesting conversation with uh, a woman that I'm friends with. She's an older woman. She just turned 61. Mm -hmm. Uh, Conservative, religious. Um, She's grown a little bit more conservative over the last couple of years. Um, Mm -hmm. But that would kind of happen in the area that you you live in. When you're consumed by everything and no outside voices, you you tend to... When you're stuck in that echo chamber. Yeah, you you tend to rock with that. And uh, deeply, well, religious, she's very religious, goes to church every Sunday, goes visit the nuns and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to her and I was like, yeah, you know, if Jesus Christ came down here right now, I'm not talking about the last days. I'm just like, he came down and just pop in and say, hey, what up, y'all? What y'all up to? Right. The majority of the people that praise his name wouldn't believe that it was actually him. No. A brown Jew? They might even crucify him. <laughs> they might even crucify him. And, and she was like, oh, yeah, I absolutely believe that. Because a lot of people practice religion and not the teachings of Jesus. There's a, a difference. Bra- a brown socialist <laughs> Jewish man. <laughs> Wait, all you're talking about is Bernie Sanders with a tan. I'm talking about a brown yeah. socialist right. Jewish man. Right who has love for everybody, including uh-huh. the prostitutes you look down on or, <laughs> right. well, sex all workers. The, but all yeah, the sex back workers. Then, back in the day. Yes. Back in the day, but all the sex workers on OnlyFans that you sitting there judging, yeah. right? Yeah. He's breaking yeah, he, bread with them. Breaking bread with them. <laughs> and, and not judging them. And not judging. You talk no, about why? that? You talk about that, Jesus? <laughs> yeah, nah. Like, no, they're 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 looking for for Chris Hemsworth to come back. That's what they're looking for. They looking, they looking for, for Thor, Thor, Thor? Thor one. <laughs> That's the Jesus they're looking for. <laughs> if that guy showed up, they'd be like, "Now this is Jesus." Okay, Australian who, accent and all. Who would who would be? Who would be the Jesus that you describe? Let's not make him Jewish. Let's just make him. Um, uh, let's make him from the Middle East. Yeah, just because that's essentially what it, that's essentially what he would look like. Somebody from the Middle East. You know, um, it's funny. There was actually a Netflix show. I can't remember what the name of it was. I know and, what you're talking uh, about. I didn't watch it though. But there was it some was backlash. Good. Yeah, but there was backlash because it was like that's not Jesus. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, he would have. 
Because That's again, like. I don't know if y'all know where Bethlehem is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's not in Britain. <laughs> Jesus, that that portrait of Jesus that you see in all of your churches is not Jesus. That no. blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. I don't have no problem with blonde hair, blue eyed people. But that's just no. not Jesus. But that's it just not Jesus. In the Bible. What do they say in the Bible? They say hair of wool, color the skin around br- yeah, brass. And and I don't know if you've seen brass. It's brown. <laughs> <laughs> Golden brown. It is brown. So yeah, the hypocrisy of these people that uh say that say that they're they that it's against their religion to to allow a life to be taken. Uh, but but support the death re- penalty. I was you stole it. I was just Sorry. Getting, yeah, you jumped right on oh, you jumped right all on my line. I was just Sorry. I was bringing that point right on home. That's all right. Damn that's it. the reason why it's a sibling happy hour. They need to hear this back and forth. Because I didn't know you was, we was say on the same. Well, I don't know how you didn't know that I was gonna say that. You I know that we was, was on the same wavelength. We was yeah, on I, it. I, we was on it. But yeah, yeah. We go same for the death penalty. Uh so it's just a hypocrisy. And mm-hmm. I, I have said it, and I will say it. It is not. It has nothing to do about kids. All these culture war things. It has nothing to do about kids. They just know that's an easy thing to to bring in people because who's going to say anything bad about kids except for Bernie Mac? Um, <laughs> if y'all no, don't get it, that, no, watch it, Bernie it, Mac. Watch Bernie Mac. If, yeah, and then you'll out. you'll get it. You just you need to watch one it. episode. Just you one need episode. To get, you need to get ten minutes into any one episode, and you'll just understand one episode. that. Yes. But go ahead, make your point. Um, I forgot my point now. We're a little, hey, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we took about, a week <laughs> off. We took a week off and we are a little disjointed today. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> but no, I mean, all of these culture wars, you know, not just um, abortion bans, but, uh, you know, Trends all the rights. Supreme Court decisions. The LGBTQ community, uh, affirmative action. It's not about the people that they're disenfranchising. It's about white supremacy. Okay, so I, so we've had some. You don't you don't see them because I don't allow them to go on there. But we've had I made some comments about white supremacy mm-hmm. on one of my YouTube shorts, and I said I don't understand why some and 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 I emphasize the word some some mm-hmm. white people won't acknowledge their privileges and their advantages. Mm-hmm. And I run through the list of them and I say, I can acknowledge mine. I am a man and mm-hmm. that gives me a societal advantage over a woman. I'm a light-skinned black man mm-hmm. that gives me a societal advantage over dark-skinned black people. I'm good looking. Mm-hmm. That gives me a societal advantage over ugly ass people. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, you know, I can acknowledge these things. Why can't they acknowledge their privileges? And they say, well, privileges isn't the same thing as supremacy. Well, I was like, it's a combination of all these pr- uh, privileges that are built into systems that were designed by white men for white men. Let me rephrase that. We're designed by rich white men for mm-hmm. rich white men. Because when we say white supremacy, it doesn't mean that a white person doesn't have a hard lot in life. Th- it just means that not- you don't have a hard lot in life because you're white. Right. 
That's the difference. That is, so that's the difference. It doesn't matter if you grew up poor or in a single family household or you didn't get to go to school or you didn't have this or you didn't have that and you've had to struggle your whole life. I understand that as a person who's also had to struggle their entire life. But right. you didn't have to struggle because you're white. And that's the difference. But, there but are I don't people understand. Slavery was so long ago. Oh, God. Right. Actually, slavery wasn't that long ago. It was 150 years ago. That's two 75-year-old women back-to-back. And honestly, and honestly, whether y'all want to admit, two grandmas. And honestly, if you really want to get down to it, it didn't end until the mid-70s, until the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act still started to kick in, because Jim Crow was just another uh, offshoot of slavery. So don't talk to mm-hmm. me about that slavery was so long ago. And by the way, as I remind you folks out there, my parents were born during Jim Crow, which means that I'm the first generation born in this country with all of my rights. Yes. I'm 43 years old. And and, and I and excuse me, excuse me. The civil rights was born in 1965. It does not qualify to retire. It cannot get Medicare. It is it is still working. Right. It is still at your office working. Exactly. This well, is no. brand new. It, no, if you was born in sixty five, you you can get Medicare now. No, you cannot. Yeah, you can. That's I, what, what, do the I, math. I normally really good in math too. Hold on, that's thirty five. Thirty five plus twenty three. That's fifty five. You get no. no that's fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yeah, you get it at sixty-five. Oh, you can get the um, you can get a discount at uh, IHOP. Civil rights can get a discount at IHOP. <laughs> that's that's what you you get your AARP card. If they show card. up, if they show up at four thirty p.m. to eat dinner at right. IHOP, you can get a senior citizen discount. And oh, by the way, just because the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act were passed. That didn't mean that a lot of states were complying with it. Government had to go into a lot of states. Some of to make, them still aren't. Well, yeah. I saw an interesting commercial the other day. It really pissed me off because I'm like, as a history, as a historian, as you like to say, it mm-hmm. really pissed me off because I was like, oh, they try to rewrite history. So it was George Wallace. And anybody that doesn't know George Wallace, he was the governor of Alabama. Mm-hmm. He was a segregationist, which meant that he didn't want integration. Not the comedian. Yeah, no. No, not George Wallace, the comedian. This is George Wallace, the governor of Alabama, white white man, governor of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a segregationist, which meant that he did not want integration. And he said segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. Right. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the commercial starts off with this speech. Then it leads into they're they're taking us back by not letting us integrate the schools and not giving kids choice. And then they start putting and they label George Wallace because he was a Democrat, but he was a mm-hmm. Dixiecrat. Yes. Today's standard, he would be a Republican. A yes. lot of the Dixiecrats, once Lyndon B- Baines Johnson got the civil rights and the voting rights passed, these Southern Democrats switched parties and became Republicans. So mm-hmm. when Republicans say that Democrats were the party of uh, racism, they're right in a sense because it was Lincoln was a Republican, yeah. but Lincoln would be a Democrat today. 
George Wallace yes. would be a Republican today. But they're but at the like, end of the commercial, follow the, follow, follow the actual ideology, not the name. Yes. Right. But people are too dumb and they don't follow it. And it's commercials like this that prove it because at the front and center of George Wallace giving his segregation now, segregation forever, it says Democrat. And then at the end of commercial, when they say you got to make sure that they don't take away your choice of schools for you and things like that, they start putting all these Democrats on there like Joe Biden, AOC and all these other people who, to my knowledge, are not segregationists, but maybe Biden no. was back in the day. Biden is old as hell. Uh, he is old, <laughs> but he, he is isn't older now. than civil rights. So I bust out laughing at this commercial because I know, uh, like, oh, you're lying. Like you're straight up misleading mm-hmm. people. But a lot mm-hmm. of people, and I get it from these comments on social media. A lot of people are just, y'all are dumb. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it no more. Y'all yeah. are dumb. There's enough books and history and stuff that you can read if you want to learn. You're such you such you're such a historian of American history. You're such a historian of American history. You're gonna tell me slavery was 400 years ago? No, it was not. No, it wasn't. I mean it did exist 400 years ago. It did it exist. Was, it was around. It, it was around 400. You're years right. Ago. You're but right on did, that level. But it didn't end 400 years ago. That's right. not the way that one worked. Uh, no. But you're such a historian. Pick up a damn book and read it because it's pretty clear to me when you guys argue with me that you don't understand history. And to get back to the GOP in Iowa, what the GOP is doing right now and doing these culture wars, they're stripping away minority rights. And, And listen to me when I talk about minority rights. It's not just people of color, women, white women. It's you too. You're a minority. I know that you've married to that white man and that white man is your father and your uncle and your brother and you're surrounded in all that white comfort. But when push come to shove, they tell you, you can't get that abortion. You don't have no control over your body. I could tell you what you can and cannot do. Exactly. You're a minority. Pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to what the GOP is going to do. They're going to have y'all barefoot, pregnant, cooking and cleaning and take y'all all the way back, even though y'all are the leaders in college admissions and graduations right now. Mm-hmm. Y'all are leading the charge. You need to lead the charge. That's all I got to say. That's my little two cents. That got me heated. Yeah, it's it's uh, when I say that that all of this is not about, it's not targeting the minority. It's in fact working to bolster white supremacy. That's the truth. They're mm-hmm. not saying we got we got to get these black people out of these schools. No, what they're saying is we have to make more space for white children in these schools. We have to make more white babies. We have to more, make more, and there needs like, to be comfortable space, no yes. discomfort. They don't no need to discomfort. know about the history. They don't need to know about the the past. They don't need to know about the way the country was built. We gotta, we gotta protect comfort, white comfort, and white supremacy. It's not about anybody. It's not about attacking these groups. That's a byproduct of it, the disenfranchisement of other people. What it really is about is hegemony, and it's about getting rid of any difference. It's about assimilation. Oh, there you go, right <laughs> that there. That is what they want. I love it when people are like, speak American. 
<laughs> you mean the bastardized English that we stole from another country that we don't even speak like they do? Well, now as a linguist, oh God, I will say go. that standard American English is not a bastardization of British English. Okay, it is an amalgam. First of all, America does not have an official language. That's number one. It actually I, does not have, we do not have an official language. Okay. I, th- um, I, thought, I thought we did, but I guess. No, I mean, and a lot of people are like, oh, America, our official language is English. It is not. It's actually, we don't have one. Um, but standard American English or any other variant of English that you get in America, because this is a huge country with a lot huge. of different people. And mm-hmm. the the English that we speak here is an amalgamation of not just English, but a lot of different words. There's French words in, in what we speak. There's Spanish words in what we speak. I mean, you live in El Paso. You live in Los Angeles, San Francisco. Santa Cruz. I mean, okay. Santiago. The, I'm not far from the Chattahoochee River. Like this is the, <laughs> okay. We don't have Hoochie, an official language. The here. Hoochie Mama River. The Chattahoochee River. <laughs> you heard what the hell I said. <laughs> yeah, I heard what you said. It seemed like two live crew made a song about that river saying you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. I mean, that could be the inspiration. <laughs> I mean, I think that was around the time of Freak Nick. Yes, it, uh, it, it may be. It might have been. They might have been driving by the Chattahoochee and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, but basically, anyway. basically what we're saying is... GOP ain't doing nothing good. They say they're doing the Lord's work. They doing the devil's work. I don't know who I don't know who Lord they serve. I don't know what God they serve. But I ain't met him. I ain't met him. I ain't read that book. I don't know what book they looking in. What book y'all looking in? Is it just the Old Testament? None of the New Testament? <laughs> and we are Christian. So <laughs> why are y'all still in the Old Testament? You need to be in the sequel, part two. <laughs> what book y'all reading? What book are y'all reading? What yeah, version? Uh, uh, King James? Oh, oh, God. Not the King James version. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me stop. Let me stop before we get struck down by light and Lord. You know, I love you. The Lord didn't write this. the King James version. No, I'm just, I'm just saying I don't like saying anything negative about anything that Bible, no, we should be able to criti- we should be able to critique organized religion in this country. Yeah, well, I'm still the same person that every time one of the religious groups at the University of Maryland handed me any type of religious <laughs> paperwork or one of them little Bibles, I would go to my I would go to my dorm room, put it in this little drawer. I could never throw it away. I brought it back to the house with me and I left them at the house. And when I moved, I didn't take them. And I said, hey, guy, whatever happens to this stuff happens to this stuff. But I didn't do it. <laughs> The Lord is not gonna strike. The Lord is not gonna strike you down over a pamphlet. I'm not gonna take the chance. All right. Well, I'm I'm not criticizing the Lord. I'm criticizing uh, man-made and organized religion in, yeah. in this country and around the world, in modernity and historically. It's a mess. <laughs> All right, sis, there's an interesting story going around on social media that I thought would be a good lighthearted topic to talk about after the depressive topic of the GOP just taking us back to the 1950s. Mm-hmm. 
So there's an American podcaster, internet personality, and even record exec. His name is Adam22. He runs the, the podcasting network, I'm going to assume it's network, called No Jumper. Okay. And he's married to a uh, an adult film star mm-hmm. named Lena the Plug. Now, mm-hmm. Lena the Plug in all of her adult films either did Girl, Girl, or her and Adam have their own podcast together called um, Something Plug. The Plug. Something like that. It's, it's something on there- the No Jumper. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Adam Twenty Two and Linda the Plug have their own podcast where they interview other porn actors. Yes. And they will engage in threesomes with another female porn actress. So Adam Twenty Two has had multiple menage a trois with his wife because they just mm-hmm. got married. They just had a kid mm-hmm. and another female co-star. Yes. As a gift, as a wedding gift, he said, and she's never done a girl boy yeah uh porn scene Mm -hmm. and she's getting older she's getting ready to retire so he was like yeah you should do that that's what you want to do you should do that so they had a person that they knew quite well called jason love yes that that lena did a a porn scene with and uh adam 22 has been getting a lot of backlash from the male population that's all i see on social media is the male population calling him a cuck a simp all this other stuff. And he's like, I, I really don't get it. Like she's let me have sex with so many different women. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's had sex with one guy. Yeah. I was cool with it. I said, do it. It was something Why that they talked a- about for over a year. They yep. had been talking about it. It wasn't a spur of the moment decision. It wasn't something that he didn't agree to. It's something that they decided to do. It's their relationship. They separated it in their minds from their personal relationship because this was a professional endeavor. They made money off of, they're making money off of this video. Yeah, they get money. Jason Love himself, he came at it as, this is just work. Yeah. I've seen interviews with him. He's like, it's, it's work. It's, my, it's, work. it's our job. It's yeah. not a big deal. I found it interesting because, so in my personal life, I'm older. When I was younger, no way in the world could I date anybody in sex work, right? Mm -hmm. No way in the world. Now that I'm older, I could, but to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. like I'm not, I'm not open enough and yeah, open secure is not the right answer. I just, I'm not open enough to have the woman that I want to be a monogamous relationship with have sex with another guy like that's that's not something that's not my get down i don't think if people are polyamorous uh that's that's cool for them yeah that's not there's the point is that there's a choice right there's a choice you get to choose what kind of relationship you want to have if a woman comes to me and is like do you want a polyamorous relationship i'm be like no i do not right uh so now she has to decide is that do I want to pursue a monogamous relationship with this person? Or do I want to find someone who wants to have a polyamorous relationship? It's all about everybody's got a choice. I'm going to just be matter. real honest. If she asks me the question, I'm going to just be like, we should just be friends because I'm never going to trust her. Because she may just be like, I like this guy so much. I just want to be with him anyway and do her own thing. Like that is possible. People are shady out there because most people are honest in relationships. Yeah. But now today, if, but if, but if, polyamory is not 
and cheating are not the same thing. No, they're not the same thing. There's an agreement that that's the reason why I specifically yeah. said polyamory. Yeah. Um, but I, at my age now, I could date somebody who used to be a porn star who's no longer active. Like mm-hmm. I can't date an active porn star. But if she was a former porn star, then it's like, okay, I got these movies out there. Like mm, about 10 years, 20 years ago, would not have been able to deal with that. Now, well, who cares? Right? Yeah. That's what you did. You're not doing it no more. Cool. Uh, sex worker, somebody who's a dancer or has an OnlyFans, I don't care. Like that's, look, I'm almost kind of the ones got a giant who, ego. Like I yeah. want guys to look at my woman because if they look at my woman that they know that I got a bad woman. I don't, yeah. if she does something outside of our relationship, that is beyond my control. You can't control people. People are going to do what they want to do, but at least everybody know I'm with somebody bad. I want yeah, nobody most thinking of, with some most of the guys. I, <laughs> <laughs> most of the men that you see that's talking about, I would, I, I would never date a girl who's got her OnlyFans, sir. You never had the option. That's it. That's right number there. one. You never had that's the option. The, and yeah. a lot of these guys that are throwing out the word simp, these are typically lonely or single men. Hmm. who are talking about men who respect women and therefore hmm. get to have sex with them. Hmm. You are talking about somebody who's got a wife. Mm-hmm. And, he, got, and he got somebody. And not only that, has had hundreds of threesomes. <laughs> right. That's, that's the the, the thing are, that kills me. You're talking about somebody who actively engages in sex with another person and your lonely ass don't have one person <laughs> and then you, you, you are chronically single and talking about well, I'd rather be single than be a simp you don't have a choice don't have a choice don't. you are and there are this is a chronic there are some, condition there are some men out there who are who because like I said I used to be one of them right mm-hmm. like I used to be one of them I, in my Mentally involved, and it was not like I couldn't get fine women. So there are some men out there that can that can have this type of woman. It mm-hmm. just says that wouldn't be me. Right. The difference is is I could still say well I couldn't do that, but I'm not judging the next man from doing whatever he want to do. Right. I find it that- interesting though. I watched some interviews with them, and I've seen clips from their podcasts. And <laughs> be careful now. <laughs> I. Clips on a, on, a, on a safe space because, <laughs> because I don't knock anybody that watches porn, but I just personally don't enjoy it. So I don't know who any of these people are. So it wasn't until you brought the show topic to me that I was like, well, I have to figure out who these people are because I have no idea who any of these people are. Because it's been all in, it's been all in my social media. Like I know who they are because I pay attention to podcasters and he has a very popular podcast. Yeah. Um, and and I know that they did a joint podcast where they would interview porn stars and then I haven't seen any of their their porn. Yeah. Uh, she is hot. And he ain't I don't think he's the greatest looking dude in the world. And he got a he's, hot woman. He's all right. Yeah, you know, but I yeah. mean he he's doing well for himself. But um he may he stated they're not in an open relationship. They like their relationship is monogamous work wise. 
professionally, they separate that. And to them, it's separate. They have their personal life and then their professional porn life where they work with many other women. But in there, he said, we don't have an open relationship. But this is, again, this is something between two people who had talked about this. Mm -hmm. They agreed. Mm -hmm. I didn't like how it seemed like on some of the interviews, he did kind of cave to that male pressure around him. All the guys around him, man, couldn't be me. I don't do it. And then he's like, yeah, you know, afterwards I did kind of feel a way. No, stand on that. You agreed to it. Well, stand I guess on that, can, support her. I, but can we can we knock honesty? Because like he can say to himself, "Yeah, no, I was down with it," but maybe I didn't. And it, there's a moment where I didn't know what I agreed to. Okay, like an example where you agree to go to somebody's party. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that won't be bad. And then you go and you're like, this is the worst thing in the world when you first get there. Yeah. And then when you leave, it was like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. I think right? I think that would have been fine to do privately. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. you know what these guys on the these co-hosts on these podcasts, you know what they're getting at. You know what Sneeko and all of those guys are getting at. Mm-hmm. So that would have been the moment for me, for him to be like, no, this is something we talked about. We agreed to. I support her. She did a good job. This is a... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, he did, say, he did say I'm proud of her. And, you know... He said she did a good job, she though. She did a good job. <laughs> I, I haven't so seen the, it, so I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the childish version of me coming out. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was funny. You did a good job. Hey, baby, you did a good job. <laughs> Hey. hey, baby, you did a good job. You did a good job. But I think any kind of reservations he had after the fact should have been a discussion between the two of them privately. It's Just not to give similar. more. Don't put more fuel on the fire. If you're go- publicly, it. it should have been, I support her. Yeah. I'm proud of her. She she chose someone that, well, somebody they both know. Jason Love is somebody who they both know and who is a recognizable figure in the industry. So this is something mm-hmm. that would have generated a lot of buzz for her. It has. Mm-hmm. It uh, was her first, uh, I hate saying girl on boy. That's what it's called. Yeah, uh, but heterosexual. First, yeah, uh, but it's literally the, the title. If you look it up, it's called mm-hmm. girl on boy. But I just, first of all, it's a man and a woman. Yeah. And whatever the the first heterosexual scene that she's ever well no it's not the first heterosexual it's scene it's not she's done with her husband yeah so yeah. it's the first i yeah whatever it's the first one of them scenes i just they call them. i just think the the double standard is mm-hmm. glaring because yep. no one none of these men look at her and be like you just you just fine having these other women in in your relationship, the men don't. Like, Maybe the women do. Maybe the women do. No, because again, this is a decision that the two of them made consensually. Mm-hmm. It is not a. It, it ain't our damn business. And he's certainly not a simp. First of all, I don't even know what does that even what is that even short it's, for. It's, it's <laughs> the opposite. Uh, it's opposite of a pimp. 
So if you're a simp, then that means you do everything the woman tell you to do. And you ain't got no backbone. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I know. Men, men be real insecure. That's what it is. And, what it all crazy comes down to. Men be real insecure. And you know what? Half of these men would give their right ass cheek to have a woman <laughs> tell to have a woman tell them what to do. Period. Period. And you know this. You'd have, if a woman would even talk to you, you would give all your money to let her tell you what to do because you do it in private. Right. They say the running joke is in heterosexual relationships, the woman chooses who she wants to have sex with. The man accepts who lets him have sex with her. Yes. Very rarely do you get to choose. There's only a few of us out there. It's me. It's Denzel. Okay. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. It's only a few. It's only a few of us. It's only a few of us. I don't know the amount of ego you have to put yourself in the same category as Denzel D. Washington. <laughs> Did you say Denzel D. Washington? Yes. His middle name like is Martin Lu- Like Martin Luther the King? The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther the King, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Basically, the whole theme of today's show has been... Stay the hell out of other people's business. Stay the hell out of other people's business. Mind your <laughs> business. Mind right. the business that pays you. Does it pay your bills? Does it affect you in any way? No, it doesn't. Couldn't be me. It won't be you. It never <laughs> was. It never will be. Right. Uh, couldn't be you. Right. Uh, stop making choices for women's bodies. Yeah. And stop caring whose daddy is, is who's they're not. <laughs> that, you were the only one who cared about that. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Nobody that was, else cared about. When she, when she started climbing that political ladder and became high profile, that was a huge story, especially in the wrestling community. Oh. The wrestling community is huge. I don't know if you know this. There's I don't. Billions. Yeah. There's billions of fans out there. The WWE just sold for like $4.3 That's crazy. Right. This has been like, look, it's real out here in For some flips and kicks? No, don't disrespect them like that. Don't. It was just Bret Hart's birthday. It was just Bret the Hitman Hart's birthday. You know when his birthday is? No, but I do love Bret the Hitman Hart. July the 2nd. Oh, you share a birthday with Bret the Hitman Hart? That's right. All right. Well, that's nice. No, Bret the Hitman Hart shares a birthday with me. (laughs) I believe he's older than you. I believe he's older than you. Yeah. He is. But on that note, Jay, what do you want to tell the people out there? Glad to be back. Yeah, That's it. Is it is good to be back. This show was disjointed. We got to get our timing back. We take one week off. You leave your phone on. <laughs> this and you show, know who you it know. is? You know who it is? It's your mother. Brother. Your mother. Oh, no. Nope. Okay, it's the other person. Yeah. No, we film the same time every, every Thursday. Week. Every week. The same oh, yeah, time, same day, and it never fails. She will call. Oh, I, I didn't know y'all was filming. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And the thing is, even though my phone is on silent and over somewhere else, I got my iPad and I'm on my i. What is the computer the called? The iMac? No. MacBook. MacBook. So the, phone, so the phone will FaceTime on all of my devices. So like, and she's probably 
and she's probably in an emergency contact. So even if you did have it on Do Not Disturb, her, mm-hmm. her information busts through. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. She happen. just sent me a text. Uh, Call me when you get a minute. Hey, all right, I don't well, have it. No. I'm just, on the show. Just, I'm working. No, well, mom, when you listen back to the show, this is what happened. Yeah. But, but <laughs> call mom. We're going to end the show. And on that note, as always, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.